2: Welcome to the
1: Nerdist Podcast number 94 A lot of stand-up dates coming up June 10th in Detroit, June 11th in Dallas, Texas at the Granada Theater And the Nerdist Podcast live at San Diego Comic-Con Hashtag SDCC July 23rd at 8pm at 4th and B Information for all these shows are at Nerdist.com Also pre-order the Nerdist way My book, available November 1st Me, me, me But enough about me and my crap, Uh, I would like to thank our returning sponsor, GoToMeeting. If you've ever hosted an online meeting, you know it is a pain in the buns to get meetings started. Is your reputation at stake. If anything goes wrong, GoToMeeting is the easiest and most reliable online meeting service. With GoToMeeting, you start your first meeting in seconds. Everyone can join your meeting in seconds. There's no technical headaches. You're not going to waste time getting things started. It's a web conferencing tool that is the best of the best and the easiest to use. Substantially reduce meeting-related expenses and reduce the overhead in preparing meeting materials. Voice over IP is included. You can just call in via the phone or your computer. GoToMeeting is brought to you by Citrix. Sign up for a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. That's GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button and enter the promo code. Nerdist. And now, the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 94, with a very sweet and very delightful Julie Benz.
3: Now entering Nerdist.com. <laughs>
2: just uh, just do the one you're ear, real like you're doing a song. Yeah. There's a pain in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this Rick scene. It yeah, doesn't yeah. go
3: over
0: my hat.
2: Can we get those hat? Um, <laughs> can we get the headphones? The headphones. Hey, oh my god.
0: <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I would have
1: asked. Seacrest. The Seacrest hey, is going to be I so upset. Care. Oh, uh, there was a Seacrest setting.
2: I just saw him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he shows up in this trail of golden mist. Yeah. <laughs> he These appears. His feet don't actually yeah. touch are the ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you just hear whispers in the wind. Body. 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 <laughs> Body. I own your soul.
0: Doesn't he just, um like... Money just come out of his pores.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. If you if you can if he you can money, I if you him. touch him, he has to take you to his pot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> if you catch him,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: where does this fit? Uh, I Oh, actually, that's where's the, the wrong...
2: You gotta
1: put this thing. Oh go yeah, that's, that's the wrong. Um, there you go. We'll okay, get you some headphones, yeah. guys. I think headphones are a really good idea. Headphones, I like it. Headphones. <laughs> Is it gonna work? Right? It's not gonna go around the brim. Okay. It's not going to fit around the brim. I can't
0: take the hat off. I have a hat hair now. Okay, I know. I take it off. Don't.
1: Oh. Don't oh my wait. God! You looking, guys, not looking. Not looking. This is the worst thing that's ever happened on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. You know what though? The, the headphones will act like a hairband.
0: And holding. You the look great. Board. Oh, come on. You yeah. look great.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> Everything's off. Awesome. Guys, I can't concentrate. It's too much hat hair. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. Matthew How's took his. Really nice. Boston. I Matthew I'm took I'm his fine. Boston Red Sox. <laughs> uh, okay. Here wow. we are. We're all settled. Julie Benz, what a delight to have you on my little podcast! Thank you for having me. I am so excited. So uh, here's a little history that you may not remember. Um, I guess maybe six months ago, I met JFK. And uh, oh my god, right? That's the, the end of the story. JFK? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm at JFK's grave, saying, "Why, why did it have this to happen? Eternal
4: flame is still Bad burning. Bad things happen
1: to good people." And so. Uh, and and i'm leaving the airport and i see you <laughs> about to go through security So without really thinking, I just fire a tweet like, "Hey, there's Julie Benz. You know, she's pretty I loved Buffy, or
4: whatever." Wow, I don't do that when I see people because I'm not creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just press my face up against the security (laughs) glass, and I'd have to wipe the mist. And then
1: I, in in my breath mist, I put a smiley face.
0: Mm. As I remember, they escorted you out.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean they
1: were, yeah, and it was uh, escorting, escorting, yeah, they were
2: escorting, escorting. (laughs) To be fair, what they do to important people. To be fair, you also had
4: bombs well to be, to be fair yeah. to
2: be fair
1: yeah i had i had a dynamite strapped to my chest yeah. and uh and then i didn't think anything of it and then months later i'm i just did a show, stand-up show in boston and i was signing stuff for people afterwards and this guy's like i can't believe julie Benz tweeted at you and i was like what are you talking about and so he pulls it up on his phone uh and i was like holy shit
0: you don't read your replies, do you?
1: I well, I get a lot of them, so I try to read them. As I read. Much as,
0: I get a lot too, and I read them all.
1: <laughs> wow. wow, I done got schooled. Someone cares about their fans. <laughs> the more you know, and so uh, although
0: I only have a hundred thousand, he has a million.
1: That is quite a bit of much. And some and some of those million are actual people, and then a lot of spam and then bots, spam. <laughs> a lot of spam bots, yeah. a lot of porn bots, and people want to sell me vitamins and Xanax and, and Rolex watches, but. Uh, and then I and then I noticed, so I, I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And then I noticed, wait, Julie Benz is following me. No, this is a mistake. Why would she do that? And then,
0: Because you followed me at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> i like to know what my stalkers are You physically
4: in real life followed her. I bought another
1: ticket just to go back through security. Yeah. No, and uh, and so I did a thing which I normally, I, I felt really weird about at first. I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, she doesn't know me, but I sent you a direct message and just said, hey, I'm not creepy, but I'd love to have you on the podcast and you, a
3: little
0: bit.
1: but but I'm not, but, but there was no, like I, in my mind, I was prepared if you were like, Hey, don't fucking, don't write to me ever again. I'd be like, yeah, done. No problem. (laughs) Totally. Uh, but you were very sweet. And so I, you got me in touch with your publicist and now you've come on, but you, you're one of the first people that I don't, that I didn't really know that I asked to come on the podcast for a year and a half almost. It's just been people I know. So, like friends? Uh, yeah, like just just friends. <laughs> like, yeah, is
0: that what you call them? So now you're casting a wider net. <laughs> I'm ca- I'm casting
1: a wider net to people I like that I wanted to come on. So this is a good experiment. So hopefully, if you have a good time,
0: it'll you'll invite. People you don't know back.
1: I will start.
3: <laughs> I will start
1: DMing tons of people I don't know. Uh, so I, this is sort of my public apology. I'm sorry for DMing you without really knowing you, but uh, but thank it's you. It's okay. For, thank
0: I you followed for, you.
2: Thank you for being kind, nonetheless.
0: I might unfollow you after
2: this. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't followed him since episode one. Right after that was done, I just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think I cast off a creeper vibe. I'm. I'm a pretty
1: nice guy. No. I'm pretty nice, oh. right, Jonah?
2: Silence. Pretty <laughs> nice, job, <laughs> right, sure, yeah. Mr. Hardwick. Sure, right, yeah. Jonah. Nah, you're a lovable. You're yeah. Good job, right, Jonah? Yeah, <laughs> you're on Mr. Hardwick.
1: I just noticed you got a new car, Jonah. You want to keep that car, right, Jonah? <laughs> yeah, of
2: course I do, Mr. Hardwick. Come on, <laughs> I got kids.
1: But it actually, <laughs> 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 but it actually, it actually, uh, it actually put me in a position to actually, you know, because you were coming on and I didn't know you personally to to look up stuff and oh, figure God. it out. Uh, <laughs>
0: Why did you just call me <laughs> After I followed you
4: at the airport I looked oh, you up God. on the internet <laughs> uh,
1: <yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> you, uh, But interestingly what I want to talk about Is you, if, if you can talk about it okay. uh, If it's not uh, to, it's Torturous to, to remember You were a child figure skater Is that true That is true What is that How is that What is that lifestyle My cousin was a figure skater And her life was Not fun At all
0: True. It's a lot of work.
1: Did, was, was, did, when you're a kid, are you like, I want to do that? Or are your parents like, here's some skates, you're going to get out there? And...
0: Um, I was three when I started, so I don't think I was going mommy, daddy, I want to be a figure skater. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, an older brother and older sister, and they wanted to do it, so I kind of was the tag along. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, don't,
2: I don't even know if I could walk at three. Let alone skate. skate, throw on some skates. My, ma- yeah. my
0: parents thought I had a learning disability at first because um, I was, you know, they put us in group lessons and my brother and sister moved through the group lessons very quickly and I was still in group one. Now remember, I was three, but I realized <laughs> that I was cute. And everybody would push me around. So <laughs> I never actually learned how to, I didn't have to learn how to skate. So for nine months, I was in group one <laughs> until my parents kind of told everybody, do not touch her. Do not push her around. She has to learn. Oh, that's and so horrible. So then I learned.
1: I think it's funny that just the idea of like, yeah, this three-year-old's got a learning disability. He <laughs> can't read the newspaper.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's three years I know, old. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I think it proved that I know how to, that I was actually pretty smart, that it, I realized that people would push me around. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: can't let people push you around on your life, (laughs) Julie. It's time to let it. It's time. It has to end right here, (laughs) guys. Stop pushing her around. (laughs) Stop following her at airports. Uh, Now, I do want to point out, I didn't follow you. I just saw you. All right, and kept walking where I was going.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you kept walking. As I remember, you encouraged them to search me. And then you proceeded to stare. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. That's
3: the story I remember.
1: Yeah, I wasn't taking video. I just was holding my phone up because I was looking at the internet. (laughs) I was just looking at the internet online. Do you you have to travel a ton?
0: I do. I mean, I I do. Just for fun.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what is traveling for fun like? I only ever travel
2: for work. Well, You have to travel for fun? (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> no i love to travel i love to travel um when when i travel for fun by myself like on my own i travel and coach um <laughs> i like traveling for work because you're usually in first class yeah yeah yeah
1: the, the, the three up there and yes it's, it's all snazzy yes i gotta tell you though i i'm i'm one of those stupid people that i will just pay pay for first class anyway because i can't it can, i i just hate being sandwiched in the middle in a middle seat yeah. the the last The last time it happened, I was next to a biker, and then I just had this. I had this giant staky elbow in my neck for five and a half hours. I told so you
4: I'd move it. You lost a lot of weight, to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah. I, had, I had a
0: terrible flight home from Paris. At uh, my boyfriend and I went to Paris over Christmas, and on the flight home, and then we were sitting in coach and in the worst seats in coach, like in the way way back by oh, the right. bathroom. Yeah. Mm. Um, and on the way home, he proceeded to get really ill and was vomiting and i had to borrow people's barf bags and at the on the plane they were showing my desperate housewives episode <laughs> And so oh, no. I'm asking for barf bags, and people are asking for my autograph. Oh, no. <laughs> and my poor boyfriend is throwing up all over the plane.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Will you sign my barf bag. Yeah, and, sure. You just hear. Oh, in the what and was I that? Don't like, worry about it. I look
0: like like so cheap. Like we were in the worst seat to go. <laughs> <coach. laughs> <laughs> it was awful.
2: Thanks for oh. the autograph. I'm so sorry. Oh, you can keep the bag. I'm sorry,
3: things are going well for you.
1: <laughs> what happened? What was what happened? Did you get food poisoning or was no, it a he bug? No, he got
0: the flu. Oh, oh
1: man, how long was yeah. that flight?
0: It was long, it was like ten hours. Oh. Oh, it was God. really bad. And you know, but he's he tried to act like it wasn't so like he wasn't in so much pain, but it's it's hard to ignore throwing up.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Rich. Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> oh, was that? <laughs> nothing. I, I I had that I had that on a plane once. It is not awesome to travel when you have to throw up
0: it started as soon as we started taking off is when it started oh, and he just looked at me and he was like this is gonna be the longest flight of my life oh <laughs> no yeah yeah
1: it's painful i uh, I had that on a flight to st louis once and i had to swap seats so i could get the aisle seat And then the cart was coming down the aisle and the stewardess gave me this sort of curt, like, "Um, can you please sit back down? And all I could do was make this motion with my fingers and my mouth (laughs) and just like exploding finger motion. (laughs) And her whole demeanor changed, instantly backed up. Uh, and then I spent the next couple hours in a tiny. That's lavatory. how I'm gonna get through a yeah. crowded bar from now
2: on. Just just, to, just, go,
1: just do yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's okay now. Everything's yes, fine. He, he
0: recovered. Oh
1: good. <laughs> from the flu at Christmas. Did it stop the second you landed? He's like, oh, I feel better now. No,
0: he was he was sick for a couple days.
4: Because <sighs>
1: yeah. Paris is dirty.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah, Paris is
1: dirty. <laughs> it's fun dirty, but it's dirty. It's dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. they got a lot of weird stuff. What uh, what uh, <laughs> are you shooting right now, or are you off?
0: No, uh, I'm off. Oh, that's nice. I'm actually on vacation right now. That's great. It's great.
3: What,
1: what else are you going to do?
0: Um, I'm going to go to Puerto Rico oh. on Thursday for a charity event. And then I'm going to go to the Kentucky Derby next week.
1: I was born in Louisville. I love the Kentucky Derby.
2: Oh, you're going to wear a big yeah.
0: hat? Uh, two big hats.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> drink mint jubilees. Yes. And fan yourself mint, and a mint jubilee or a mint tulip? A
0: mint julep
2: Not a mint jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> a mint jubilee. I have made a slight mod to mine. <laughs> it uh, that's contains. It's uh, a mint virgin. Uh, it's a ger- virgin. Yeah. A yeah. Vir- virgin. <laughs> mint jerk. Jure-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm a not, German julep. I'm not doing a virgin julep. <laughs> no. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good and to know. I'm going to have the hardcore one. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> With <laughs> the mint. let's
1: <laughs> of a mint drink. The Derby's
2: great. Have you been before? I've never been. Oh, it's so exciting.
0: I'm really excited.
2: Churchill Downs. I know. Oh. There's just horses running around in a circle, right? Yep. And, and yeah, you get to gamble
0: them, on them. You get to bet. Oh,
2: there it is. It's like NASCAR, but you can abuse the cars.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: it's, it's like pretty fun. It's really sad when they put down the uh, cars, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right, right, right out of the, the prime, field. put out the a car th- throws a tire, they just shoot yeah, it. Yeah, they put it out to the parking lot. Yeah, I grew up. I grew, my, my
1: parents were all friends with the horse trainers when I was growing up. So oh, wow. I just spent tons of time. On fields, shoveling horse shit, now that I remember it. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a blast.
0: I, I'm going to have the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> Come around back.
1: Are you guys are you getting the, the full-on VIP treatment? Or are they taking yes. you through? Oh, it's good. that's the way to do it.
0: I'm very excited. That's awesome.
1: So, uh, so you're on vacation now. When do mm-hmm. you guys go back?
0: For No Ordinary Family? Yeah. I don't know if we're going back. What, what, what? I know. Our numbers were terrible. Really? Yeah. We're, we're kind of under the bubble. I, I, <laughs> I don't even want to say under we're the on bubble. the bubble. Oh, no. We're a little under the bubble, according mm. to TV Guide this week.
1: Um, oh, thanks, TV Guide. <laughs> uh, write whatever you want. We're not human beings. So a whatever your numbers no, were, they were but, better
4: than the Paul Reiser show.
0: But, you know, it's um, it's sad. I, I, I think our show appeals to an audience that watches shows in different mediums, like not necessarily the old way of watching television right. where the ratings system is occurs. I mean I think we have a hipper audience that, you know, um watches it on Hulu and iTunes and those right. numbers we are fantastic for us and our foreign numbers are great. So I just think that uh we just have a hipper audience and unfortunately the rating system is still very antiquated and doesn't really uh take in, I mean they barely take in the DVR numbers, you know.
2: Yeah, that's a weird thing. And uh, do um the Nielsen boxes or the way they do the ratings are still Nielsen, right? Yes. Yeah. Nielsen do Media. they only give them to families or do they give them to like single dudes, single
1: girls? I think it's they like, probably parse out the demographic, but the problem is that there's.
2: You'd be surprised at
0: how. I mean, there's just a minimal amount of boxes. Like a thousand. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like 10,000 or something for all of America. Like <laughs> that's how they it's get archaic. the ratings.
2: It's archaic. It's yes. like a real old way. It
1: is, but I, I think they did an experiment one year where they actually tracked what people were really watching. And the networks were like, you can't ever do this again because, (laughs) you know, what they realize is that, I mean, the networks would take a bath uh, if you actually tracked what people are watching. In DVR, they can't take into account because advertisers don't like the idea that you can skip through the ads. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: and they won't, I mean, iTunes and Hulu, I mean, they won't ever reveal what those numbers are for real. No, which is crazy
1: because that is.
0: That's the new medium. That's new media. That's like how we're going to be watching television in probably five
1: years. Exactly. And I think that's important for advertisers because there are product placements in mm-hmm. shows, so it's it's unfortunate that we're still holding on to a time when there were three channels, and you know it was easy to track Don't forget wh- whatever the it was network. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Colgate
1: presents, sponsored by Kingston Smokes. Kids love them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, We we kind of suffer from that at, at G4 a little bit, where it's you know like so much of our programming is DVR'd. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, you can't count that though. You're like,
3: but
0: there people are watching it. Yeah. And you know, I get stopped so much about the show, and and by a, a giant cross section of different types of people that love it and watch it, and it's just is shocking to me that um, our ratings were. You know, we were in a really tough time slot too. Tuesday night at eight is the toughest time slot in television. because yeah. we're up against Glee. NCIS, which is a monster, and um, uh, Biggest Loser, you know, three well-established shows, and then they, you know, we were a freshman show. Our lead-in was Wheel of Fortune. I Mm -hmm. mean,
3: (laughs) it's weird though because
4: uh,
1: (laughs) what sucks is that they, you know, networks are not in the business anymore of um, of like fostering programming. It's just like we we talked about we talked about this on one of the last podcasts, the the Paul Reiser show. They, they they were like, "Oh, this show's coming out. Ah, oh, we canceled it.'
0: They're yeah. like, oh, you just gave it two episodes. but I don't think they can anymore because of um you know, the networks are all owned now by these giant conglomerates and and so they have you know they have to answer to bigger people um and so they have to prove that they're bringing in numbers and and it's just it's not like it used to be where, you know they were less more independent and didn't have these, you know, big brothers. I mean, they're, yeah. like, they're a small part of a bigger corporation.
1: Yeah. And it's all, like, and they're all essentially run by the marketing departments now. I mean, they used mm-hmm. to be run by people who headed up creative programming and now it's all that run by start, marketing. That
0: is starting to change. Um, with Paul Lee taking over ABC mm-hmm. and he comes from a producing background and with Bob Greenblatt taking over NBC and he comes from a producing background as well and also ran showtime for when i was there mm-hmm. um you know they're both very creative as far as like their background so i think that's we're going to see more of a change mm-hmm. in in the leadership of networks
1: yeah that would be that, it would be nice because there's there's this insane uh, renaissance television period going on in cable mm-hmm. and you know there's a, there's a handful of shows on network television that you're like oh that's actually there's actually a good show and then the rest of it is just networks trying to scramble as hard as they can to throw weird competition shows on to yeah. to get people to watch them. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna there is know what's a gonna shift. happen.
2: There is a shift going on though. I mean, they cancelled was it uh All My Children and Days, yeah. of, our Days of Our Lives. Of our lives? Yeah. Like I mean that's kind of a big deal that I think will shake start you know going towards you know later times i'm kind of surprised so
1: those shows lasted as long as they did yeah me
2: too yeah <laughs> well because because why why would you watch fake
1: dramatization when you can watch semi-reality dramatization yeah, exactly so it's you know
0: It'll it'll be weird not having, you know, I mean I grew up watching all my children and it'll be odd not having <laughs> Susan Lucy on.
2: It's like what you would have to watch when you're homesick from school. Yes. <laughs> like game shows, and then you'd be like, Well, that's just on. Yeah, and right after watch it. right after Price is right. Like, well, yeah. I guess I'm into soaps.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And you had all my children, um, One Life to Live and the General Hospital, and then you had like the reruns of all the sitcoms and all that other stuff yeah, coming yeah, at yeah. four o'clock. The oh no, old, then you had Oprah, s- Oprah, and then after that yeah, yeah. and Oprah's going 22 more episodes left I I don't think I'm gonna be able to survive but
2: she's not she's going to her network though right but she's not doing like a daily show anymore though like if anything it's gonna be weekly right or just specials (laughs)
0: I guess, yeah. and, and I realized like my dream of being in the audience for like her big gift shows is like <laughs> it's it. I'll never be in that audience. What oh, you just
1: took twenty two opportunities left?
2: <laughs> no, you
0: those... have all this vacation time. What are you doing? Get to Chicago.
2: I'm sure those have been booked for a decade. <laughs> oh, no, her favorite things.
0: Her favorite things. I mean, yeah. I'm never gonna sit in that audience. It's like, <laughs>
2: yeah, boy, I can't go. You get a car.
0: You
1: get a car. It's, yeah. so, <laughs> it's sort of yeah. hard to blame Oprah though. It's like I have a billion dollars. Why am I doing a show every freaking day? Because she cares. I know. She cares, Chris. Well, who's going to remember my spirit if I, if I don't have <laughs> Oprah? If I don't have Oprah anymore. It's, it's not too late. You have 22 weeks left. Write a book, uh, take it on Oprah, and be an author. <laughs> that's, that's what you gotta do you get 22 weeks
2: no 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 She's a, it's a daily show right
0: it's a daily show Yeah. So
1: yeah. Oh, 22 episodes yeah. 22 episodes oh shit that's gonna be harder Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it'll give you like 6 weeks
0: I can maybe like develop a bad drug problem go into rehab recover <laughs> quick then write a book and then get on the show does anyone have any heroin or barbiturates <laughs> hurry
2: up we're gonna we're gonna get on this. You're gonna have to do all of them at the same time. <laughs> Write your book while going through heroin, and then uh, the heroin's gonna help you get through
1: the book right. writing <laughs> process. And then the speed will keep you awake. Did you? What did you? Uh, what kind of stuff did you like growing up? Did you, were you? Did you like any nerdy stuff, or wh- what was your? Wh- what kind of shows did you watch? What, what did you like?
0: Um, I don't know what nerdy stuff is. I'm not a nerd. Uh, no, I mean when I was little, when I was little, little I loved Star Wars. I loved all the Star Wars movies. Pretty nerdy, <laughs> I guess. Pretty sweet. <laughs> but I was really young when they came out, and I remember uh, my parents took us to see the original Star Wars. And I thought if we exited the uh, movie theater from behind, you know. Behind the screen, you know how you used to be able to exit like into the parking lot. Although I didn't know it was the parking lot, I thought we were going to meet the actors.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I guess I had been bad that day, and so my parents led me to believe that I was going to meet the actors. And then when we got <sighs> out to the parking lot, they said, "Oh, because you were bad today," they went home. Oh. <laughs> And I did. was devastated.
2: So from that day on, you're like, I'm gonna do whatever I can in my life to meet those actors. Yes. <laughs> was this little girl behaved? <sighs> no, I'm sorry. Then
1: Darth Vader.
0: I really wanted to meet R2D2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Warwick Davis. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's such a sad but adorable story. <laughs> so were you extra good at every other movie, and you're like, I haven't fucking met anyone yet. And it took on? me a
0: while to catch on that that um that they weren't really behind the screen i used to crawl behind i used to be the kid that would crawl behind the tv set and look to see where the actors were mm-hmm. inside the tv mm-hmm. <laughs> like i you know
3: mm,
2: that earlier story about your parents taking you school. <laughs> <Learning slow. disabled.
0: laughs>
2: <laughs> starting to make a little more sense <laughs> i did stuff and like that <laughs> i was a
0: very imaginative kid
1: that's really <laughs> awesome. it's like they're in the front but they're not in the back what's going yeah. on Yep, that's adorable. And then, <laughs> and then it was like. Uh, look,
0: remember that you could look through the holes, and then like, you see all these lights. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yes. Then look through the little holes in the TV, and I mean, I'm showing my age, obviously. <laughs> Half your audience is like, God, how old is she? Yeah.
2: You turn the knob, and we're like,
1: knob. I don't understand. I can assure you, you're younger than I am. So <laughs> I've I reference shit all the time that people are like, what? What? <laughs> what, what was? What's Chico and the Man? <laughs> <laughs> different strokes.
4: Well, I love that you
1: You remember Different Strokes? I do. You're rerun. a kid. I have
4: reruns of it. Oh, that's right.
1: Reruns.
2: Yeah. Reruns. reruns. Just like how you like know. Rerun. Just like how you would know about I Love Lucy. I
1: don't comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about.
2: No, that was rerun. On. What's <laughs> a rerun? I feel like there's
1: this whole generation You'll of people out, that kid. does not know I Love Lucy, uh, uh, the
2: Flintstones.
0: Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's
2: Island. But I think, bewitched. I think mm. kids watch so much TV growing up that they end up seeing all this stuff. They all, you know, because yeah, I, I watched on anymore.
4: Nick at Night. What? It's not on anywhere anymore. What is yeah. it? Nick at Night now shows home improvement. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah wow. They started the George
1: Lopez yeah. show or like, really? they, yeah, 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 they've, they've moved. They've moved on.
3: What a- wow. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Do you need a minute? You yeah. need a minute yourself. <laughs> so. Don't, Don't touch me. I need I just need a second.
4: Yeah, just, no, like that's, a, that's
1: horrible.
2: On, home
4: improvement. Yeah.
2: Those are like all, those are culturally relevant shows that change the perspective of a lot of people like all yeah. in the family. Like, Shut up, old man. No, but this is like, what did Home Improvement? I watched it every episode, but it's not, it didn't do anything. Jonah, here's the thing. As
1: a guy, <laughs> when you go into a hardware store, you <laughs> turn <laughs> into an ape. <laughs> <laughs> That's the series. <laughs>
2: um,
1: so you uh, also, uh, I was a huge Buffy fan, and I didn't watch Buffy in its original run, but I did that thing like five years ago where I got the box set and just watched all of them. Wow. In like a two month period. Wow. Uh, Because Joss and I used to be neighbors. Oh, cool. When he was doing Buffy, and I never knew the show. I mean, I didn't wasn't watching the show at the times. So I was like, oh, have good luck with your vampire show. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: That's then, everyone stole me the
1: castle. Everyone stole me the castle. And then years later,
0: are you still living there? And he's like now in some mansion. Here's
1: what, know, jo- here's what, jo- Joss. Uh, we lived. This was no, this was years ago. I lived in Brentwood. I'll never live on the West Side again. Um, didn't
0: he like buy a bunch of houses in the neighborhood and then just keep building onto them? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, he mashed.
1: when I first when I first moved into the house across the street from him there was construction because there were two houses that had been raised and then he was building a mega house yes. between the two of them it's almost like that was the guy who wrote Toy Story and he's, he's right. he's doing a show called Buffy I'm like oh okay uh, and then that house was really nice so it's it's possible he may have owned the entire block
0: yeah he probably does by now. <laughs> or he owns a block somewhere else. <laughs> but can I tell you? He owns
4: Brentwood. <laughs> he might own Brentwood. Yeah. But the, the other thing. was the last one he had to get. But,
1: he, but that's the thing. We lived right around the corner from the OJ, uh, from the yes. alleged. Bundy. I oh, yeah.
3: used to live oh, in Brentwood. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: So uh, Monica Lewinsky's father lived at the end of our street. Oh. Like like four doors down from Joss. Wow. And so when that all broke, there was a period of a month where there were literally reporters sleeping on people's lawns. Wow. wow. Just waiting to shove a camera in this poor guy's face. Hey, you reporter, oh. get off my lawn! You You're dumb a reporter. Crazy reporter.
0: Did you give him lemonade? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: did you, did not did you give set him up lemonade. a
0: lemonade stand? No, oh, because yeah. I <laughs> <laughs>
1: wanted them to be thirsty. Because what they were doing was horrible. Yes. <laughs> how, how do you feel about your daughter and these horrible sexual acts with the commander in chief? And the dress. yeah your uh, your daughter
4: daughter blew the president
2: yeah uh (laughs) i gotta get back on a train and go back to chicago (laughs) all all chicago and reporters there it was weird
4: it's bill from the chicago Tribune. hi your daughter blew
2: that
1: guy huh (laughs) you
4: smoke a lot of cigars when she was a baby come
1: on why are you talking like that um so how did you how did you get involved with with buffy was just a traditional like ah here's a call you're gonna audition
0: yeah i mean i um I originally auditioned for the role of Buffy, mm-hmm. but at the time I was about five years too old to play Buffy. But that's how I met Joss, and he really liked my choices and like what I was doing with the character. And um, he offered me to play Vampire Girl Number One,
3: um,
0: <laughs> and I said okay. And uh, Vampire Girl Number One turned into Jarla and turned into the whole
1: thing. Such a fun character.
0: Oh, she was fantastic.
1: You you must have had a great time working on that show. I loved
0: playing her. I mean, she was 400 years old and she was just so like epic. And every week they challenged me. I had to do, you know, ride a horse through fire or get buried alive. I had to sing. (laughs) I mean, and I don't sing and I had to sing. And, you know, I was always being challenged um, in some way. And they just wrote me such great Mm storylines that I loved it. I loved playing her. D-
1: was did, did every episode? Did you kind of have an idea? Like at a certain point, they must have said, "Okay, you're gonna be you're gonna recur on the show, or you're a regular cast member on the show." Or, or, no, d- I,
0: I never really had any idea. Oh, really? Yeah. And every time I would die, because I died like nine times or something, and every time I died, I thought it was
2: over. <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> I would be crying. I'd be thinking about everybody, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're back next week."
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's like, a really? fantasy show. <laughs> we could do whatever we want.
0: Yeah. So, but it was fun. I mean, I never really knew where the story was going i don't even think they knew i mean josh was you know literally writing the scripts as we were going along there were days where we didn't even have scripts we just had scenes Holy crap. Oh, wow. so um yeah it was it was pretty it was great training ground and it was a lot of fun
1: that's awesome it was yeah like a
0: roller coaster ride because <laughs> you
1: guys you didn't didn't you, you shot that in sort of santa monica right those, Buffy those was
0: shot in santa monica and then angel was shot um, at paramount
1: oh okay Angel was a little more. Angel probably was a little more of a production than Buffy was in the beginning, right? Because it was it was Josh was pretty established by that point.
0: It was, but I mean, they still didn't have their scripts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, cause at that time, Josh, I think he was writing. He
0: was, he was writing like
1: he was writing Buffy, <laughs> Angel, and Serenity, and and, uh, and Firefly.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was he he does everything, <laughs> and he's very hands on. I mean, he approves everything that you see on camera, from like wardrobe fittings to everything. I mean, in that's what I think is so great and why the show was so fantastic is um he had such a vision of what it was he was creating mm-hmm. and was very involved, even when he was off doing other things, he was still very involved in in what was being created and, and nothing nothing was done without his approval and you always felt his presence. Yeah. And so many show other shows don't have that. You know, when your leader leaves, you feel like you're drowning. So Yeah. Um, he just had such great vision, and he hired an amazing team. I mean, we had Tim Miner who um, was you know writing on Angel, and he was fantastic, and um, and David Greenwald, and so he had like he hired like the best writers to come in and 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 be his backup team, and they were fantastic.
1: Yeah, and, and, and the thing that the thing that's so refreshing about a show like Buffy because that was Buffy came around when then uh, television was not in a good state right. at all and so to so, to see like a young guy helming a show, and with each episode, you really feel how much he cares about the universe he's created uh, and the attention to detail
0: he would get so excited. He'd be like, he would like get, <laughs> like a little boy get so excited and just infuse like all his enthusiasm. like it would just be catching. and he'd just be excited, too, because he was so excited about the story or something that he was going to do. And like it was just so, you know, this youthful boyish energy that he has it's just you know it was contagious
1: that's so great and hopefully uh hopefully the business hasn't squashed that out of him by now 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 that no, he's,
0: now he's doing it no he's doing the avengers he's doing right? the
1: avengers yeah That's
0: fantastic
1: if the avengers is not good it's not going to be because of joss no it's going to be because a studio did a weird test screening somewhere and they're like out of this yeah, but because that know, guy's they're, they're awesome. They're
0: redoing Buffy without Joss.
1: I know. I don't know how you do that.
0: I I, I can't. I.
1: I don't think the fans are going to take too kindly to that. No. I think have a whole generation of new fans. Because Joss, <laughs> no, pretty J- soon
0: Buffy's going to be on Nick at Night, yep, and then <laughs> yeah.
1: Joss is the head vampire. Like there's, you can't, you can't go into that clan and not have the guy who.
4: Yeah, but I think there's so many tweens who, like, love Twilight but have yet to see Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And those tweens who love Twilight will not get the irony
1: of Buffy. If
4: it's done that way.
1: Oh, him doing yeah, it. right. If it's done, like, For the, the Vampire knows. Diaries or some yeah. shit. Oh,
4: God. <laughs>
1: oh, I need a barf bag. I, uh, <laughs> I just,
0: I'll i get one for you. Please, yeah. you still have some? Yes, people gave us a
4: barf <laughs> bag.
1: <laughs> that could be your thing. Like when you go do signings and stuff, you just sign barf bags. It's just like already. an inside joke <laughs> that you have. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, the original, the, the Buffy movie totally holds up still too. Have you seen the movie lately?
0: You know, I never saw the movie because Joss was never really proud of the movie. Really? Yes, that's why he did the television show. He wasn't, he, he wasn't really like, involved i mean he wrote the script but he wasn't involved in like the final product and um and so that's why he did the show and uh, he always told us not to watch it so i never watched it
1: that's too bad i think it's a great movie and i think it was the first because you know coming out of 90210 watching luke Luke perry and you're like
2: oh he's he's not a tool like he's actually kind of funny and paul rubens
1: paul rubens is mind-blowingly hilarious in the in, in in it uh yeah, that, that's so funny how how people get in their own heads about whatever they're creating cuz I yeah. think that I think I think the the original movie was I mean the show was much more in depth and certainly a m- much more intense of a ride but the original movie's pretty good I saw it in the <laughs> theater. You
2: did. Yeah. Yeah, me too. How
0: many times? Oh, just once.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that once. I oh, saw did Clueless you, three times. Did,
4: afterwards, oh, I, oh, I.
2: did you Did you go back and meet uh, Christy Swanson
1: afterwards? Yeah, behind yeah. Behind I, the was screen? The I
4: was really good that day. <laughs> so the actor stuck around.
1: So you got to oh, see Luke weird. Perry. <laughs> Hey, kiddo, I'm 42. I'm playing oh, a teenager. How'd that work?
4: Oh, I
3: think
0: that's why I decided to become an actor, because I thought that you, know,
3: you had to be yeah. I
1: Think of
0: the amount of work you had to do. Every theater, you yeah.
2: Had to yeah. Be that's your you book title, <laughs> Going Behind the Screen with Julie Benz. You just want to hang out behind theaters. This yeah. is a fan of it. That's weird. Now
0: you can't exit yeah. ba- in the back anymore. Not in the
2: multiplexes, yeah, yeah, you can't. It's no fun.
1: Mm. Yeah. So fun. Do you see anything lately, you like, like, do you see anything good lately?
0: Um, ew, I'm terrible. I don't go to the movies. Me neither. So, That's why you I was asking, I was just looking yeah. for a good
1: suggestion. <laughs>
0: no, I mean, I saw the King's Speech. Yeah, and I loved it.
1: So, did they fix his stutter?
0: Yeah, they did. <laughs> okay, the good. End. I didn't see it. Didn't see it. <laughs> you know the ending now.
1: The end. Are you gonna get up at 3 a.m. and watch the royal wedding?
0: Uh, oh, you know what? I would if I was going to be here, but I'm going to be in Puerto Rico. So.
1: Oh, they probably don't care as much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I might DVR it, though.
1: It could, that's what you got to do. Yeah. But then, of course, the royal family's not going to get to capitalize on the advertiser because <laughs> exactly. you DVR'd it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm kind of excited. I, it, at first, I wasn't, and now, like this week, I'm kind of like all the hype. I'm like, ooh, this is so exciting.
1: <laughs> is, it, is it fun? Like, I'm trying to, because there's is the, death threats against them. Oh, I'm sure there is.
0: I mean, that's exciting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they might get shot I mean, during. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you
0: have to really want to marry the guy. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if there's death threats, walk- I mean, walking down the aisle is tough enough. I did it once.
2: Um, <laughs> not with friggin' snipers.
0: <laughs> I even imagine if there's, like, death threats.
2: Like yeah, she's really got to want to marry that prince.
1: <laughs> you know what, though? You say that, but I-, I guarantee you that those people's lives are not fun at all. Like, they have to live in this weird... Pageantry? S- sociological prison... Where they have to follow rules. But I
0: think it's changing. I is mean, it? I think that with the, the younger generation, I think they're changing it. Like, I, I think Prince Charles probably had to live with all of that and, mm-hmm. and hence all the issues. Right. But um, <laughs> I think with Prince William and Prince Harry, like, they seem, like, hipper and, like, more, I don't know, a little more in touch with what's going on. But what, what and, can they
2: do as as a prince? Are you just kind of – is it just – Almost like having a reality show, where it's just like, "Well, you're a celebrity, so here appear at this thing and support this thing." And what? what Yeah, I don't
1: really, I don't don't quite understand the monarchy system. It's still, it's so antiquated. I don't really know if they have much political power at all. I think they don't. It's all, yeah. No, but I think, I
0: think they can really help influence charities and charitable work. That's what Princess Di did. did. Yeah, she
2: just used her notoriety to. uh, And
0: I know, like Prince Harry recently went to visit um, a bunch of soldiers that came back from um, Afghanistan and Iraq. And, you know, like, he's very big in that. Like, they're they're yeah. definitely...
2: Took him to Ibiza.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, they call it Ibiza.
2: <laughs> Ibiza. Yeah, they call it Ibiza over
1: there. Yeah. But
0: I'm actually kind of... I mean, I want to see what her dress... I want to know if she's going to wear a long dress. Remember Princess... Di- I mean, I watched Princess Diana's wedding. I woke up just before TiVo.
1: I did because of my mom.
0: Exactly. My mom woke us up. We got up. We watched it. And the dress was gorgeous. It was... I mean, I don't – I mean, is Kate going to wear like a long dress like that?
1: That's what's so know. interesting. You know, it, it, it's interesting from the it's standpoint – It's a
0: girly moment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, is a little, it is a little bit of a girly moment. And, and, but because in the 80s, in the 80s, it was okay to be overtly opulent. And yes, now, now. – you know, now that we're in, in, in a financial
4: crisis. Well, it turns out they're taking cars over there. They're not even taking horse-drawn golden carriages. Can oh, you really? That?
0: Can you believe it? I know, that? right? No, but you know what's really funny? They showed footage of the, the bridesmaids walking down the aisle in Princess Diana's wedding, and they all looked miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like, miserable. Like, none of them were smiling. Oh, no, no, like. that's just
1: British people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hope people are smiling.
1: (laughs) I think that's just British people. They don't like to emote a whole lot. They keep it all. Are you happy for
2: queen and country? What are you happy for queen and country?
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm ecstatic at the moment. (laughs) Can't you feel my youthful exuberance? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you you ever ever go to London much? Do you get to go over to England?
0: I've been there quite a few times, yeah. Oh, that's so awesome.
1: Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I haven't been uh, since 2001.
4: Wow. I know. 9-11. I know. No,
1: it was actually right right, right around there. Uh, no, and, and I, I used to, uh, I, I quit drinking like eight years ago. And I I'm think sorry. I've always. I know, I know. So sorry. Sorry, I got your life together. Do you want, uh, you want some more scotch? Uh, so, but, And so I always think in the back of my head, like, yeah, but the fun part about London when I was there the last time was like, I'm drinking problem? in the Natural History Museum
3: yeah.
1: uh, at the Darwin exhibit. But uh, I don't know. I don't know now.
0: No, they've become like. I mean, you can't smoke everywhere anymore. There, it's, 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 yeah. I mean, it's nice.
1: It is nice. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll go back. I want to go see the Doctor Who experience. <laughs> it just got silent. <laughs> it just got really silent. You too, Chris. You could, uh, Yeah. We just had some friends go. They said it was. They said it was really amazing. Yeah. You. You. But you. Do you do a lot of cons? Do you get to go a lot of the the comic cons? You went to I. I Icon, right? In, I
4: did.
0: I was at in Long Icon, Island. In Long Island. How was it? It was good. It was good. It was fun. They're always fun.
1: It is nice. And I, I would imagine that, I mean, the nerds adore you. I know. It's so nice. <laughs> nice. And they're sweet. It's a, it's, of, all the, of all the fan groups you could have, they're the nicest.
0: What I really love about how my career has kind of happened unexpectedly is that um, being involved in all these genre shows, the fan base is so loyal. I mean, they'll follow you anywhere. And that's what I love. And that's why I do the conventions. I like meeting the fans and continuing their support,
2: <laughs> <Is it laughs> begging
0: for their support Is it hard <laughs> so though, I som- can continue to work. Yes.
2: <laughs> Is it hard though sometimes where they want to um, talk about stuff more general and, and like a nerdy general thing where there's like, oh, did you also see, you were in Buffy, so did you see this vampire thing and know about that? Do they expect you to know about the whole genre?
0: Um, you know, they, they do ask those questions and, and I'm very honest about what I know about, what I don't know about, um... You, know, so you said uh,
2: I just I'm an actress. that did a really good job on the show. You like?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who would want to know about
1: that? No. <laughs> do You're you a still nerd. do you still have the vampire forehead appliance <laughs> <from>? <laughs> also? No, actually, question. that's
0: me without makeup on.
2: No,
3: no, no. <laughs> no it really is. I don't believe
0: you. <laughs> oh, trust me. I don't believe you for <laughs> well, a second.
2: <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Second I, question. What's your technique? <laughs> I've seen you without a hat.
0: <laughs> oh, everything's no. good. We weren't gonna talk about that. No
2: Everything.
1: I know. I'm so sorry. Well, an audio podcast. No one's gonna.
0: You saw the top of
2: my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the energy. Is.
1: <laughs> Please look at us. We're just a ragtag group of dorks thrown together. Pretty much, ba- barely, barely. I just, I'm I'm mildly presentable today. <laughs> yeah. I almost dressed up, and I was like, that's gonna be too weird because yes. I didn't want you know I wanted to think like, I oh, we're professionals here, and I'm like, ah, yeah, you gotta, you <laughs> dress up. Yeah. You should have
0: dressed
1: up. She'll just think we're semi <laughs> semi professional.
0: You should have dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> you should
3: have. weird if you, you should've really
1: should've. showed up and I was in a top hat and tails.
0: It, it would have
1: been nice, oh shit, I knew it <laughs> I was at Starbucks across the street writing I'm writing a book and I, I have to do edits now, which is awful but uh and I was at a table next to a guy who uh was wearing tap shoes, wearing oh. tap shoes at a Starbucks suit bow tie, tap shoes. Huh? Hmm.
4: where was he going?
1: I don't know, but just did
0: you sit down and talk to him
1: i didn't I was afraid to, oh. but every time he got up, you would just hear the click tick click tick click tick click mm-hmm. tick click tick click. Tick, 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 tick,
0: like, real tap dancers don't wear their tap shoes out.
2: What? No,
1: they
4: no, just they get, get they their sneakers with the bottle caps on mm-hmm. the toe mm-hmm. and heel. Uh, in, in the bathroom is a tied, a hog-tied uh, tap dancer. <laughs> that must, that <laughs> yeah, must yeah. be the case. He stole his clothes and tap yeah. dance. Oh.
1: Also, he had a suitcase. Oh, okay. mm. Mm. And he unzipped the suitcase and pulled out a bag of cantaloupe. Mm. Really? He's living weird. All right. Really? Yeah. That sounds like you made it up. Nope, this is all totally true. Wow. He's one of those guys where you're like, you. I don't think you're homeless, but there's something at play. But you don't go home a lot.
4: <laughs> but right, home is weird.
1: There's not mm. a place. Uh, how have you found? How have you found Twitter so far? Are you are you enjoying it? You have a shitload of followers, and... not
0: as many as you.
1: No, but that's not. Listen, I'm weird. They're all fake. Yeah, they're all <laughs> fake.
0: mine are all fake. No, I love Twitter. Um, you know, you. I I love the um. First, I think in 140 characters, that's about as much as I can write. So it's perfect for someone like me. Yeah, your parents um, tell us
2: about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my. laughs>
0: and, uh, and it's great. I can, you know, be silly and fun and, and share my weird observations about life. And, um, and then I can also do good and do a lot for charities and, 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 and also try to, you know, change the world
1: if I can. Yeah, what, so so, what are some of the charities you're working with now? Well,
0: I've been doing a lot with um, the Humane Society and the ASPCA. Nice. I don't know if, if, about Patrick, you know about Patrick the Miracle Dog in New Jersey.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. The dog they euthanized and then he...
0: No, no, no. This is another dog. Um, Patrick was, um, was chained to a floor and starved to death basically by his owner and then thrown 19 stories down a garbage chute. Jeez. And uh, the garbage man, as he was picking up the garbage, noticed a bag moving, opened the bag and there was like basically a skeleton of this dog and he was still... He was barely alive, and they took him to the ASPCA and they re, uh, revived him. And he's been um, at this amazing vet hospital outside of Newark, in Tinton Falls. And uh, he's had to have surgery, and, and they've been—he's gained like 33 pounds now. Oh wow! And when I was just recently in New York, I actually went to visit him, because I'm so moved by. I mean, it, it, the 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 biggest issue is this woman. Um, she's going to be sentenced on May 6th. She basically faces 18 months in prison. Fuck oh yeah. wow!
2: Fuck yeah! That's
0: it. I mean, that's the maximum sentence. And, um, and New Jersey has the worst animal cruelty laws. And so there's this petition online that I've been encouraging people to sign. And also they could tweet the senator and uh, the May- mayor, Cory Booker, as well, to force them to make a change. I mean, mm-hmm. this woman needs at least, she needs five years. It needs to be a felony. I mean, yeah. it's, it's severe animal cruelty.
1: Yeah, and and also, uh, uh, I've I've always been a supporter of uh, we need to control the animal populations. Like, <laughs> when I've been neutered, it or yeah. neutered. Like Bob Barker said, like when I'm when, I, when I'm having this is going to make me sound weird uh, if I haven't achieved that at this point. Um, Whenever if I'm out and I see someone walking their dog and I notice that the dog still has balls, I'm like, "What are you doing? You yeah. need to fix your animal." Like yeah. we don't, yeah. there's, there are
4: too Plus many. It's they're... weird to look at, yeah. right? <laughs> well, so
1: don't, I don't and then follow. They usually, and... they
0: usually hump your legs here. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always yeah. get thrown
2: off if, like, a, I was talking to someone recently. They're like, "Yeah, my cat's going crazy. It's in heat." I'm like, "Why? Why isn't it fixed?" Okay. <laughs> it makes me like. It makes it so, like It's like. It's like a political or religious conversation came up. I'm like, why didn't you do the right thing?
1: Oh, you know, you know what's going to happen though? It's just going to be some weird sort of Rod Serling Twilight Zone irony. Some alien race is going to come down and start castrating humans. I don't see anything. <laughs> why haven't you castrated your human yet? <laughs>
2: eh, I don't see anything wrong. With I
1: that, couldn't really. help but notice his testicles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, well, they won't. We and I won't be able to be
1: clothed. Yeah. We'll just be treated like animals. God damn it! It's yeah. coming. It's coming around. <laughs> um, so, where, what's uh, what's which website should people go to to uh, to follow the charity?
0: Um, I mean, you can go to the a- ASPCA, um, and any of their websites has information on Patrick. Um, there's also a Facebook page, and it's, uh, the name is Patrick the Miracle Dog. Okay. i um, and also on my Twitter at Julie Benz, I tweet a lot about um, about animal rights and, mm-hmm. and and getting these severe cruelty cases. I mean, because it, when you own a dog. The dog was dependent on you to feed it. And <laughs> and if you let it starve to death, I mean, that's just cruel. I mean, yeah. if you can't take care of, of a pet anymore, do the right thing. Take it to the ASPCA. Take it to a no-kill shelter. Find a home for it. Right. Like, don't just let it die in front of you.
1: I know. Well, unfortunately, I think, you know, it's. It, it, I, I feel like I go through this sometimes where I, I, I you would look at someone like that and go, but it's so obvious. You just have to feed the... And then you mm. kind of realize, like, oh, yeah, they're not – there are a lot of other areas of that person's life that are the, being neglected right. as well. They're not yeah. all here.
2: But the right. dog, the dogs would have a better chance if they just, like, put it outside of their home and the dog would find something better. That's the thing yes. that always wears me out about these people. They keep it.
0: There was a 19-year-old boy recently. Um, him and his girlfriend adopted – they bought a three-month-old boxer puppy and uh, decided that they – it was too much to take care of. And so they kept him in his cage in their kitchen and let the dog basically starve to death, and it died at five months old. Now, he's facing three and a half years in jail, because it's in Wisconsin, and they have tougher laws, um, which, you know, and she's also facing criminal time. But it's like, and they left the dog on the sidewalk after it was dead. Like, this is how they, I mean, you know. See, I couldn't take
4: care of my black lab, so I gave it to a family with a 12-year-old in a giant yard. So that's what I did. You're a a, a thoughtful, sensitive (laughs) human being. A lot of people in this world
1: are
2: dicks. It's so much easier, but uh, the people don't do that. And I don't like the fact that people still get stuff from Kennel's or you know breeders, and puppy stuff like mills. That. I mean, there's puppy also mills. the
0: whole puppy mill issue and yeah. and and overbreeding and and we don't need to breed more dogs. We, no, we have, have plenty. more
2: than enough. Go to any shelter and you'll yes. find, yeah, sure, a lot of pit bulls, but there's also a lot of other <laughs> of dogs. But pit bulls are awesome. Pit bulls can be the sweetest dogs in the world until they rip your five year old's face off. Yep.
0: <laughs> you know it's not it's not the breed. It's it's the it, owner. It's, yeah, exactly. And um, if your dog's
2: neurotic, that listen, means you're neurotic. I have
0: I have a I have a little Morky. he's a Maltese Yorkie mutt <gasps> and uh, he he, try, <laughs> he tries to attack pit bulls. I mean <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's adorable.
4: That's
3: awesome. How big is he? He's a tiny he little like table down?
0: Yeah. <sighs> oh, <laughs> and what? he gets I think he thinks he's protecting me, but he attacked a pit bull one day. I mean the pit bull looked at him like, What the hell are you doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker's crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: so, how long have you had how long have you, what's your dog's name?
0: Uh, he's bamboo. Uh-huh. And um, he's four. And then I have a little white um, Havanese and her name's Sugar and she's two.
1: Oh, my mom had a Havanese. They're great. Loved it. They're,
0: she's stubborn. She's stubborn. Yes. They got attitude.
1: Yeah, this one this one my mom They're it was,
0: Cuban. They're from Cuba.
1: So they they have a little bit of the and They got
0: uh, the little bit of that Latin like <laughs> attitude, you know. What you
1: don't I mean? tell me, I tell you how it goes. Exactly. Yeah, my mom's dog talk. I don't <laughs> did I mention that? It was a talking dog. <laughs> yeah, she had this dog for she was it was a rescue and and you know, my mother is so maternal. Like she just You know, she treat personally, I think there needs to be a little bit clearer lines between my mom and her dogs, but she like feeds them from the table and, you know, like does that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And so they're a little spoiled. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but this dog was really sweet until I don't know what happened to her when she was in the shelter. But if you if she felt that your hand was coming near her neck, she would.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I knew, get a little, you get a little bite in the hand. Yeah, I knew a dog like that. If you, if you were just petting his back and you got kind of near his butt, he would just flip out. Mm. He's a shelter dog, so something most likely yes. happened horrible to him. But, like, you know, just if you get anywhere near it, just would freak out. Yeah. It's- yes,
0: I, I don't understand the people that push their dogs in a stroller. I'm sorry. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I, there's,
1: I, you diapers it. are okay, though, right? Yeah, diapers yeah. are fine. Okay, good.
0: Also, you should not have an overweight dog. No. An overweight dog or cat is your fault. <laughs>
2: yeah. But to be honest, um, overweight cats make are the, the, the most best the best
3: internet pictures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they make the yeah. best, like, lasagna. You put yeah. captions on um, yeah, them. But it's just, hard because you see an overweight cat and you feel bad and adorable. this thing you're like, oh. <laughs>
0: I mean, my vet yelled at me because Bamboo was a pound and a half overweight. And I'm like, it's a pound and a half.
4: But percentage wise yeah. I'm like, what do you pound pound think about dog? me?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't get me started. But,
0: you know, but I took it seriously. I had to stop giving him the treats.
2: Then you find out your vet's doing a bunch of coke in the back <laughs> office and he's just freaking out and yelling yeah. at people. His dog is three ounces overweight. I, was, I used to go to a, a vet on Figueroa when I was living in Highland Park. And uh, the, at the vet, they would play on a loop Milo and Otis. And I, at first, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, something to watch. And then I realized how horrible it is because. There's so many dogs and cats killed on the set of Milo Notis when they were in the making of that um, movie. Is that true? What? Yeah, they went through multiple versions of both of those animals because <laughs> they kept on dying.
1: Oh, that's awful! Uh, yeah, yeah, so
3: it's so
0: why, weird. Why are they dying? Because what well, did. You,
2: have you seen the movie in a long time? No. It's if you watch it. I don't it,
0: think I ever watched
2: It's uh, it's like you know they like they end up in a box and the box <laughs> is going down a river and then you know it's, it's like there. a road trip movie, yeah. but
1: with but with a with a pug and yeah. a and another
2: and a little uh, orange tabby I think it is mm-hmm. and it's just uh yeah it's just oh. <laughs> so you realize you're watching you're like oh this is such a fun adventure but then you realize how much horrible situations and like scary situations. <laughs> Do they talk
1: it's about like, that in the DVD commentary? Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: so this is Milo 3 Milo 3 and uh, Otis 5 <laughs> <laughs>
1: it sucks oh that really sucks
0: we did all sit down and watch my, uh, Marley and me together
1: I don't I refuse
2: to I watch can't. I don't movie. think I can do it either it was, I don't think I can I mean, do it either
0: and I'll tell you Bamboo and Sugar they don't normally pay attention to the TV they were glued to it they oh, were just like staring at it. Did they start crying one. at the end? Yeah, and they were like sitting on top of me, and I was ha- I like to- I it a lot of dogs, and I had a, a dog, a-, a giant golden doodle that was at the house, and I basically run a kennel out of my house, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's free. <laughs> 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 if you're going away, you don't know where to put your dog, give nice. him to me. I nice. travel uh, a lot. That's
2: the best kind. Uh, where you just get to have it for a bit. And,
0: um, and so I had this golden doodle like snuggled up next to me and my two, and we were all staring at the screen and we we're bawling our eyes out. And I think, <laughs> literally, I think it was. The night before we started production on No Ordinary Family, and I show up on the first day with like swollen <laughs> eyes, and I'm still crying, and I'm like, I just saw the worst movie last night. <laughs> it really upset me, and everyone's like, "What is it?" And I'm like, "Marley and Me," and the whole crew was like, "Oh, dude, you shouldn't watch that film."
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to a friend. She uh, she puts that up. She's like, she's like, "There's a couple movies I'll never watch again." Uh, um, just because she can't handle it. So, yes. Dancer in the Dark. She's like, it's like it's a great movie. I'll never watch it again. Uh, Wrecking for a Dream. Loved it. Never want to yes. watch it again. Marley and Me. Loved it. <laughs> never want to watch it again. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she puts it up there with those movies. I don't think I can yeah. do it. I
1: even, I even, I even was pretty upset by that uh, that scene in Lost where Walt's going away on the boat and the dog jumps in and he's oh, trying to catch up to
2: the water. I was God. like, uh, keep swimming, buddy. That was the worst. Just keep swimming. <laughs> and all those, oh man, all the images from like Japan, <laughs> so all the all the dogs oh, finding oh, their owners in Japan. Those are those are tearing me apart. I
0: guess they're still um in that town where the nuclear reactor is. I guess there's a that the all the house pets were left behind, and the you know the whole town's been evacuated and. Um, you know, they're they're starving basically. And, yeah. Um, well,
1: and there's nothing they they're not letting anybody come back first. in. Possibly. Yeah. So. I there mean, are,
3: yeah. I mean, it,
1: it might actually <laughs> be a hu- it might be a humane thing. If I mean, especially because you know, like you watch any of those specials like Life After People, and then the animals would find our food in the kitchens. They're like, I don't know like how yeah. these domesticated animals yeah. would really do
0: There's a really serious dog problem in Detroit. I don't know if you saw that you, there was a viral YouTube video um because of all the abandoned buildings, because the economy is Mm -hmm. pretty much crap there, um, uh, there's a lot of abandoned buildings and um, a lot of pets left behind and abandoned dogs, and they're basically um, just becoming like wild animals because no one's taking care of them and they have to survive. And um, there's a really uh, very disturbing video that I watched, and I can't even tell you what it was that I saw that was so upsetting. But, I mean, the dog was just being a dog and trying to survive, but... um, you know the the city isn't going to. They haven't really taken. Um, they haven't done anything, right? As far as I know, yeah. that's what's true. I think weird We're
4: for states. Detroit. <laughs> they, they seem so on top of them <laughs> guys. Once think, RoboCop gets there, everything's gonna be okay. I think yeah, there's true. some
2: things being put together with neighboring states are going in and uh, taking some of the dogs and putting them in their kennels and trying to kind of the same thing they did in. Uh, Uh, After Hurricane Katrina. um, That's that's actually after Hurricane Katrina is when I started donating uh, regularly to the ASPCA. Where it's, uh, you know, just they help find these dogs that are just, their owners are gone or they're just misplaced. And they go and give them new homes and stuff like that. I'm hosting a
0: a poker tournament um, for the Nevada ASPCA um, on May 21st. Oh, cool. Up in Reno. Oh, that's great. So if anybody, you know. Any listeners want to come?
2: You guys want to come? <laughs> Are there come any, to? any listeners? Listeners? You're, you're oh. You know <laughs> what they say about Reno? It's near Lake Tahoe. I've
0: never been. <laughs> you have so not been to, been
3: to Lake Tahoe?
0: Never been. never been
2: to Reno? Oh, Reno is a place. It's a place. <laughs> it's a place where there's people. You know what
1: though? It'll be fun because you'll you'll you like you'll get to see the nice like they'll take you into all the nice parts. And, yeah, I don't you know.
0: play poker, so I hope they're not expecting me to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know what, you know what may happen now because of this podcast? People might come up to you with barf bags and be like, "We <laughs> we you, you, you you my them? barf bag." Yeah. <laughs> It was like super inside joke.
0: Yeah, but the ASPC is amazing, and then there's also uh, Best Friends um, Animal Network organization, and they um, they do wonderful things too. They take in a lot of senior dogs, and I I had fostered two senior dogs for a while. I had two senior labs, and I found them both homes, but I had taken them in, and that was hard. I mean, it was hard to think that their owners, you know, didn't want to take care of them anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's it, it's interesting how. I don't know. It's uh, it, if people these animals that aren't being taken care of it's because their owners <laughs> aren't taking care of themselves. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, we domesticated the, the 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 animal. I mean, we domesticated dogs and cats, you know. So they rely on us. They're not wild wild animals. I mean, they rely on us to care for them. We have a social responsibility.
2: Cats don't want us.
0: <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they want us
2: when they
1: want us. Yeah, yeah but it, but but you know when you when you look back, you know when you look back at the uh when you look back at sort of uh, hominid development and, and 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 you know like what you know what Neanderthals and and Homo sapiens branching off and then you you realize like oh yes uh, Homo sapiens were allowed to thrive because we formed the symbiotic relationship with dogs yeah. mm-hmm. who would who w- we would you know we would create packs with them and they would hunt for us when we couldn't get food and right. we exist. We exist now largely because of the relationship we had yes. with dogs. Yeah. Yes. So let's give back. Come on, Detroit. Know, let's, have, let's
4: take care. Get off of your grimy house. ass and <laughs> get
1: some dogs out let's to get people.
4: RoboCop statue built, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll take care of the dogs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what I wanted to ask was the the difference between uh, just shifting gears the the Dexter set versus the Buffy set. The Dexter set seems like it might have been. A very serious place.
0: It was a very serious place.
1: Was there was there any screwing around or was anyone? I just I've heard and I don't. I mean, not in any bad way, but I've just I've heard Michael C Hall is very like hmm, very serious. Very. Uh,
0: you know what is interesting because a lot most of the actors, all the actors, came from New York, um, and uh, were very like theater actors, and I was the only like TV actor in the group, <laughs> and I'm silly and fun, and and I had to. Um, um I had to watch my silliness, although it's part of my process on set is to have fun and be silly because I can be like laughing and joking around. You can yell action, I like, can burst into tears. I'm psychotic like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I'm joking around, it means I'm relaxed, and so that's part of me staying relaxed and you know and and everybody else worked very differently.
2: Um, they had to lead up to um, the...
0: just very serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I would you know go in the corner and joke around with the crew nice. <laughs> and then you know. But uh, but it was also, you know, I respected their process. They respected the fact that it was my process was to um, kind of have that loose, fun energy. So I could then burst into tears and be an emotional basket case.
2: Did you get to hang out with uh, John Lithgow?
0: I never got to work with him. Because you guys him. were never
2: in any of the same scenes. No. Yeah.
0: I thought I was in the clear. I had no <laughs> clue I was being killed. I thought. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I thought if I don't have a scene with him, that means I'm, you know that means i'm i'm fine. We knew there was some big ending that they, you know, had talked about spoiler but that know.
2: episode messed me
1: up.
0: Messed me up too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and me too because that is that, it, it, that was just the the old oh, i should probably i'll put a spoiler alert in the beginning of the thing. Oh, just the just just the old just the old switcheroo where it ends and you're like what the fuck? Like I yeah. Yeah. It, like I think I shouted at the television. I did. I stood up. I was like, "Fuck you. Fuck you."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: fuck!" And, you know, and
1: then we went around to the back of the set to see if you were okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you weren't there. You weren't there.
0: I wasn't there. Um, you know, it was it was really tough. I actually um, you know, I, I only found out an hour before they put out the script. Um, and I uh,
1: was shocked. Um, that I was losing my job. <laughs> that is, that's the, that, and and, the, and that's the shittiest part about yeah. as, as fun as this business can be, you never feel a sense. Like I always, I always wonder like, no, you, you never know, have a sense. One of Seinfeld. Security. How long, how far in before everyone was like, you know what? We're going to be fine. Like it must've been like five seasons. Yes. Because you just you
0: never when they went into syndication,
1: (laughs) you're like, now we're going to now we're going to be okay. I mean, how do you how do you get around that emotionally? Is it just is it a process you go through or do you just accept it like easily? Drinks.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you know, it was, um, you know, because it was so shocking to me. I mean, it it was like a death in the family. I mean, that's what it felt like. Like I, I, I was. I loved Rita. I absolutely loved her, and um, and so I felt that, um, you know, I, I felt like I was defending her life in the room when they told me. Um, and uh, I was throwing everybody else under the bus. I'm like, there's five cops standing around that do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a baby.
3: <laughs> you guys,
1: Rita just got
0: her life together.
3: Yeah.
1: Come on. Like, I mean, you can't. She's been dating scumbags her whole life. Yeah. She finally gets her head on her shoulders and you cut it off. Yeah, I'm like, what
0: about one of the cops?
1: They're <laughs> not doing anything. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you show up at the table read and you're like, okay guys, where's the real script? Really funny.
0: Yeah, no, I actually, I didn't go to the table read for that
1: script. Oh
0: no. It was, I mean, that was part of my process was it was it was really difficult um but you know I gave myself um that evening I gathered up all my close friends we went to Merrick's we had a lot of margaritas Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um and then the next day I was like okay time to move on you know um but it was hard it was hard I had to keep it a secret for a long time for about two and a half months I wasn't allowed to tell anybody um, oh,
1: and people are asking you how the show's going. You're like, it's mm-hmm, great. And,
0: and, I, and I had a movie coming out at the time. I had Boondock Saints 2 that was premiering. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, I was doing all this press and like,
2: oh, <laughs> just trying
0: about to hold it together and be like, you know, <laughs> it's going to be great. Wait till you see the ending. It's a game <laughs> <Yeah>. changer. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, and like being fun and cool with it. And then, but then at the same time, I was going on auditions. But they had to see me secretly. Oh. But I'd be going into rooms with producers and they'd be like, Why are you here? And I'm like, I'm not allowed to tell you, but I'm here.
3: <laughs> and they're like, What
0: happens? And oh. I'm like, I can't tell you. Oh, no. But there's a reason why I'm here. Oh, <laughs> so it was this it was really difficult. And um um but once it once it, it aired, um, there was this like I had this fear that nobody was going to care really because season four Rita kind of became a nemesis to a serial killer, like mm-hmm. a housewife became a nemesis to a serial killer. And there was a lot of Rita hate <laughs> online. And so I really thought like, Oh wow, maybe, maybe the audience isn't going to care. Like maybe it's not going to be shocking. Maybe they're going to be excited. And, um, so I had all that nerve nervous tension leading up to it. And, um, the the night after it aired, I went out to dinner in West Hollywood, and um, I walked into this restaurant, and literally there was like a gasp, and then people started coming up to me and were hugging me and were crying. Oh my gosh. And they're like, "You're alive!"
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like,
0: "It's just a show. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> they didn't really kill me. That'd be weird.
3: <laughs>
0: that would be reality TV then. Um, a <laughs> snuff film. And um, like you know, so it was um. And, and for months after, and even now, to this day, like I get people coming up and wanting to hug me and like needing that like it's almost like they needed closure, and that's why I went back for the beginning of season five was to give not only myself closure because it was so abrupt, but to also hopefully give the audience some sort of closure with um with that image and in in helping them move on, yeah. You know, but I get a lot of hugs. I get a lot of free drinks.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: I do. I know you don't drink it. I sound like an alcoholic. No, no, <laughs> not at all.
1: No, not not to listen, I'm not I'm not one of those creepy ex drinkers who's like, Is that wine in your hand? You got a problem. Like I think listen, I always say drinking is like pouring smiles on your brain. Like you if, if you could do if you could if you could if you could do it. Then great. I think I think no, that's great. I get
0: like, you know, like I was in New York this past month and um and it seemed like every waiter and waitress was a Dexter fan and they'd all caught me a drink. Nice. And I was like,
4: oh. <laughs> That's the
1: way to do it. <laughs>
3: well,
1: I, I think I mean it seems like are are you are you in a position maybe you can't talk about this, are you in a position with your show now where you can go on auditions again or are you not going on auditions again?
0: I did a pilot. For CBS. You did. I did. What was it? Can you talk about it? Yeah, it's um, it's it's called the Untitled Susanna Grant project. Okay. Um, and it's uh, it was directed by Jonathan Demi. Oh wow. And Susanna Grant, she wrote Aaron Brockovich. Okay. And it's with Patrick Wilson.
1: Oh my God, he's so
0: great! Amazing. And Jennifer Ely, who um, she played um Jeffrey Rush's wife in The King's Speech. Now, Mm -hmm. as I say that, since you didn't see it, you don't know who I'm talking about. Um, But she won a Tony Award. She's an amazing actress. Um, Once again, it's all New York actors and me. Um, (laughs) And uh, I play Patrick's sister. And uh, it's a a supernatural medical drama.
3: (laughs) I love love it! it. It's really
0: cool. And I play a hippie, like this kind of very granola hippie. Um, I'm into crystal healing and shamans and, and that's about all I can say but it's fun it's it's a it's it's it was a great experience I spent the last month in New York shooting it so
1: oh that's awesome <laughs> so
0: you know ultimately if no ordinary family gets picked up I will go back on that mm-hmm. um you know but uh, it just <laughs> it just seemed that we weren't we're not <laughs> yeah but I, oh, I, just, I, I, I still have my, I still have my hopes. I still hope that it does. I mean, I, I, I loved working on the show, and uh, I loved playing Stephanie Powell and working with our amazing cast. So I still hope.
1: Oh yeah, because you work with Autumn Reeser too, yes. who I know from doing. Um, we do this thing called Thrilling Adventure Hour, which is like yes. a live radio play. Yes. And she's phenomenal <laughs> in
0: that. Yes.
1: Uh, she does a really great Amelia Earhart. <laughs> she's a really great voice. That's uh, it's so much fun. Well, I hope. I hope your show comes back. Uh, but I but I just feel like I feel like you're in the machine. Like you will work, you know, like you're gonna work.
0: I don't know, knock on wood. <laughs> you're gonna work. I still I still think at the end of every job, it's the last time I'll ever work. I yeah, still have it. that that's like.
1: because that's because in this business, we're conditioned. We're conditioned to flinch every time. Like, I mean, we become these weird. We develop this weird sort of abused wife relationship yes, with yes. the business, where you're like, "Don't hit me, Don't, yeah, yeah." Like, whenever someone raises their hand or like starts petting us too closely to our butts, uh, like, <laughs> like, like your dog friend. But, but from from my point of view, it seems like. Julie Benz is gonna be a okay. She's in the machine. She's great. You're I just hope. gonna just gonna keep doing stuff.
0: I hope. I mean, you know, like I said, you never know. Right now, the train's moving, and I'm enjoying every moment of it. And you know, I have no life, <laughs> <laughs> so all I do is work, and and that's you know the price you pay when the train's moving. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll have a life down the line, <laughs> but um, um, you know, it's um, you just never know. I mean, I've been an actor now 26 years. Sweet So um, I've had ups And I've had downs Yeah and I've had ups again and I hope I never have another down. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, I'm prepared. Well, I have I, my, I have my, like you know how you're supposed to have your earthquake prepared. Like, yes. I have my like non-working actor preparedness kit. <laughs> <to get> what <laughs> is in that kit? Money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a a, gold, and a of pile money. of gold
1: for currency, and less money gets <laughs> abolished in some way.
0: And alcohol. Yeah, money. It's, like a, it's a
1: bottle. It's a bottle of tequila, and just fucking a pile of cash.
0: And 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 some possible. Hobbies that <laughs> you can fill up <laughs> your time with. Possible uh, hobbies is a good name for a book.
1: Oh, that is right? a great name for a book or a band. Or a band, yeah. Possible hobbies. Our first song is Noodle Stories. Noodle Stories. <laughs> um yeah, that's uh that's great. I I love that you uh, that you came on the show so willingly, and oh, I, thank I you. appreciate uh, and again I apologize for the way that it all happened for stalking I just, me yeah I mean, it, it was a little bit for stalky. watching
0: me get a pat down <laughs> which by the way i'm always offended when they don't pat me down oh
1: really <laughs> we're well, not going through the machines now where you have to put your hands yeah. in the diamond shape and yeah. then then they can see they
0: see everything
1: everything <laughs> i'm gonna start uh i'm gonna start i'm gonna start writing stuff on my parts And then just see if I get weird looks as I go through like, hey, a sport or whatever. And just write weird stuff if they can read it.
0: I don't think they can read stuff they can Ooh. see if you had work done.
1: A <laughs> uh, guy had a second penis put in. Yeah, just for you guys. Maybe
0: they can also tell if maybe like a surgeon left a pair of scissors inside uh, of you.
3: Yes, you know,
1: that'd yes be helpful. exactly. That'd be really like one helpful. of those weird medical anomaly yeah. websites where they're like, oh, there seems to be a uh, bottle of cheese Whiz yes. uh, lodged <laughs> up there. Uh, that's why I keep setting off the metal detector. Uh, well, I, I wish you the best Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming on, Thanks, uh, Julie yeah. Benz on Twitter at Julie Benz. <laughs> And uh, we'll keep following you, and then you know, like you you're, you're welcome to. If you want to come back on in six months or whatever, or eight months, to check in and see see what you're up to. Awesome, I would love you to. You should invite me. I will. <laughs> I will. Now, <laughs> now that you know now, me. now that I know you, and now I know the proper way to do that. Have
0: you had Autumn on since you know Autumn?
1: I've not had Autumn on yet, and I absolutely want to have her on.
0: You should have her on.
1: Yeah, I will. I will. You have should Autumn.
0: have Romany on. Do you know Romany Malco?
1: Yes, I just yes. I you know what Romany and I hung out in. Uh, I was I was performing at South by Southwest, yes. and Romany was down he, there. He
0: is, he is,
1: he is a firecracker. That guy
0: He is, and he'll come in and do Tijuana Jackson.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, I will. We will definitely have Romany Malco on.
0: Have to have him on. He
1: was great. Yes, I totally. You just reminded me that I need to have him on, so yes. we will.
0: And if he, if he, if he's, if he's not sure, have him call me.
1: <laughs> I already asked him to come on, and he already agreed. Okay, so. I think that's an oral contract. Okay. I
0: yeah, think I could yeah.
1: sue him legally. Legally, yes. For if he doesn't make an appearance on the podcast, yeah. but I think, I think he will. I think he will. I think he will too. He's great. All right, cool. Thank you so much, Julie Thank Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. All
3: right. Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
1: This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com and enter the promo code NERDIST.
0: I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a
1: competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window.